kids stuck to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. For the you feel like I need a shower just looking at you. Gotta get ready for the quick. What the fuck does that mean? They ain't been the same ever since. What? Living pretty we cut the head off the stage. You're gonna be single for the rest of your life. Brian Lesnar on the beast. Look at the heat. Sleep flex on the beast. Look at the heat. Whole new swag with a pass on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level got a little bit. I get no bitches. I'm on hold. Daily. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between. Welcome back to the Gresham Lee's Podcast. This is episode number 30 here on wherever you listen to your podcast. As always, joining me is the voice that does the most, the voice of deviltry himself, Gresh. I'm speaking in third person for some reason. And joining me, as always, is the queen of rebels herself, Swella the Bandit. What's good with your family? Hey, y'all. <laughs> Today is actually a a great a great day and a great night. It was like seventy five degrees outside today. I felt Weird. that too. Um, I, I I went to North Carolina. It was cold as shit. And I came <laughs> back and it was warm. Weird. Georgia does not. In December. Georgia does not know what it wants to do with uh-uh. itself. So not at all. We're stuck with this bullshit. I guess. (laughs) (sighs) But uh, if you are new around here, this is literally the final review of the year 2022 because this is the second to last episode of the Gresham Lease podcast for season one. Over 30 episodes and counting we have produced on and off breaks. None breaks because sometimes stuff got canceled. Life happened. Thirty episodes. We are we are close to (laughs) sixty. Then a hundred. Then who knows how long we we decide to keep doing this. But uh, so far so good, and I can tell y'all this without a shadow of a doubt: we have knocked every goal out of the park. Because Definitely. my God, we decided to literally just just shoot for the fences, vibe, chill, talk about wrestling, talk about life, and people who who've been liking, sharing, retweet, uh, downloading, all that stuff. I try not, I, and that's one of the things I did. I was I stopped paying attention to numbers, and you guys have been killing it from the interviews to the retro retro reviews to the reviews of, of whatever pay per view we decide to watch that that weekend. Uh, you guys have been showing up, showing out, and killing it. Whether, you, whether you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, uh, Instagram, not Instagram. Well, you get clips from Instagram, but everywhere you listen to, or if you listen to on 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 an audio format on on aggressionleaf.com or wherever you listen to your, to your podcast, we appreciate you. But uh, enough of the sappiness. Uh, we, this week in wrestling will be non-existent because. Didn't have much time to watch uh, anything modern myself. I was in North Carolina for two shows back-to-back. I was in uh, Greensboro, then I went to Charlotte, and then now I'm back here in Atlanta. And <laughs> funny enough, I was I literally just got through with another show this morning. So show after show after show, then I decided to hop on this podcast so I, you guys can enjoy my nonsense and our nonsense to talk about whatever it is we decide to talk about and this week we decided to talk about 
uh, Ricky Starks and MJF's promo, because I don't know if you got a chance to catch that, but I actually got a glimpse because I was watching that on the way back from Charlotte, and I was listening to that. Ricky Starks chewed that man out. Like, he chewed him a new one. Both men can cut a promo, but Ricky Starks, he did he he. He, if you didn't weren't hyped to see that match, you were you became hyped after that. And we'll also give our speed round preview and predictions for NXT Deadline 2022. That will be the last uh, NXT premium live event, if you will, of 2022. So much in store for this uh, illustrious um, podcast that we're going to be calling us illustrious. We're going to speak into existence. Uh, we're going to be giving a retro review for December 3rd, 2001 episode of WWF Raw, which saw Chris Jericho face WWE champion Stone Cold Steve Austin, while Mr. McMahon and Kurt Angle targeted The Rock after The Rock embarrassed Vince McMahon on SmackDown with his pants down. We'll talk about it. And I don't know why after I watched this show, because I actually watched it, I finished watching it an hour ago, because that's how lack of time I had this week. But I finished watching it an hour ago. We might get into some Wrestling Observer newsletter stuff because I was intrigued in what the direction they was going at this time back in behind the scenes because it's some stuff I didn't know because at the time, who was watching WWE in 2001? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a lot of people was watching WWE in 2001. We'll get into that and so much more here on the Gresham Leagues podcast. But before we move on, we got some house notes. Uh, Patreon exclusive content is back which includes watching vibe videos. We've we are slowly we're going to inc- we're going to increase that. We're going to uh, besides watching vibe, we're going to increase the number of what we bring you guys over on Patreon, patreon.com/crushdigital. Uh we we appreciate you guys immensely for those of you who are a part of the team, but make sure if you haven't already make sure you check out episodes 1 through 4 of the Watching Vibe series uh with a new one more than likely dropping next week. Uh once I'm done in the North Carolinas again next week. I'll be back in time. Myself and Highlight will be recording the uh, end of the year awards for 2022, the second annual, because we didn't do last year. Um, we're going to be recording that well in advance because uh, holidays are literally amongst us. So we don't really have time to do that. But, yo, if you haven't already checked out the Watching Vibes series, make sure you check that out. It's, it is literally only one dollar to join i didn't get the chance to do anything this week because i was out of town couldn't properly record and edit all my software and editing stuff is in-house i was on the road all i had was a laptop and an iphone so i i couldn't really do too much i mean i kept up to i kept like interacting with you guys on social media but i couldn't do that but if you haven't already you can join one dollar to join. Watching Vibe is available for all tiers. And if you want to join the club, you could do so today. And speaking of the end of the year awards with Highlight Reel, they are officially next week. The end of the year awards for 2022 is next week. You guys can check that out with myself and Highlight Reel, the Gresham Lee's podcast and the Highlight and not Highlight, the Life's a Botch podcast presents the end of the year awards. Since I am out of town again at the beginning of the week, uh, that episode will be tech delayed, but a few options you guys will get to vote on with voting available right now. I started plugging it yesterday. You can vote right now. Voting ends at 12 a.m. Saturday morning, so head over to vote at www.grushunleashed.com 
slash. There's a lot of dashes in this, so I'm gonna say this with you. Slash p slash n dash of dash the dash year dash awards slash. It's in it's in the description wherever you um you're checking this out. But make sure you guys vote, vote, vote. You can do so because I believe some of the categories right off the top that you guys can vote on is tag team of the year, faction of the year. Uh, matter of fact, so many more. Uh, you can also um, vote for uh, return of the year, best fan reaction of the year, uh, and two additional uh, uh, selections. You can vote for your your the LGBTQ plus superstar of the year or wrestler of the year, as well as your favorite local independent superstar or slash wrestler of the year. You can also vote on that. It's, it's something fun. It's nothing to be taken too serious, but you, if you guys rock with us and you guys want to have fun with us and just uh, pick out our favorite moments, myself and Highlight will take care of the main categories, culminating in Superstar of the Year, who we consider Superstar of the Year. Episode, part one will take place on the Gresham Leaks podcast with the part two more than likely concluding. If we don't take care of all the categories on, on the Gresham Leaks podcast, it will conclude over on the Life of Bodge podcast. Make sure you guys check that out if you haven't done so already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of doing so already, we might as well just go ahead and uh, let you guys know. Season two of the Gresham Leaves podcast will be dropping. It is happening in 2023. Now, here's the twist. As we transition into in-person podcasts for the new year, the way we are live now and have we we've done for the past year won't be a thing for the first few episodes of the new year as we adjust to the new shift to make up for it. We will increase uh, listener interactive segments and content as well as quarterly giveaways. Rather, it's exclusive. What well, it's like whether it's exclusive or one of a kind merch, uh, gift cards, etc. Also, we're looking to finally introduce our third co-host that we've been uh, promoting. We wanted to get him on here during the past few months. That was he was announced, but. Let's be real. He no-showed the call time each time. We're going to start fresh in the new year and see where we go from there. We're more than likely what's going on, what's going down. Uh, but, yeah, season two is going down, and uh, we have actually narrowed it down to two studios that isn't too uh, out of pocket for either of us to travel. So we're more than likely going. That is happening. In-person podcast will be a thing for us here at the Gresham Leaks Podcast and here in general for our new network that will be finalized in the com- in the coming uh, months so make sure you guys stay tuned and stay keep it locked for season two of the Gresham Leaks podcast in 2023 now before we move on uh, we here at the Gresham Leaks podcast have officially sponsored our first wrestling event coming to you live from Winston-Salem North Carolina at the AML Pro Wrestling Training Center on Thursday December 15th which is next week 2022 the Vag the Vaganza 2. It will be a live pro wrestling toy drive and variety show. I believe you can watch it over on twitch.tv slash superjaw. I got the match card right in front of me. I'm gonna pull it up for you right quick so you guys can know what you're in store for. We have uh uh family uh, faction feud. It was uh it will be hosted by Jay Rose, uh, they that's going down. It's two teams of five wrestlers versus five versus fans. Best of three rounds. That sounds like a fun idea. If you guys want to check it out, you can do so right now. Over, uh, not right now, but on December fifteenth, uh, I believe. Also, you'll have 
Let me pull this up because I'm doing this off, off of a whim. You will have Bojack and Phoenix Nitro, the narrator of violence. Phoenix Nitro, they will be uh, your commentary team. Uh, what's, what's, uh, let's look at this match card. You have James Ryan versus Kobe Carino. You have Rob Killjoy versus Jay Malachi. You have, yeah, I believe I'm about to butcher the hell out of this man's name. Uh, Alex Vion versus Clara. Alexavian. Is it, is it Alexavian? It looked like it looked like Alexavian. That's what it looked like. All right, yeah, let's go with that. Sorry about that. If I butcher your name, my bad, my brother. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look like it. I could be wrong too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We could be wrong. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, th this will be a nice little match you guys can check out. And then we have the Long Shots versus the Sharp Brothers. And I believe the next match that I'm going to plug is Fighters Club versus Teach and World Famous BLB. It'll be a nice little nice time with live pro wrestling, tour drive, and a variety show that you guys can watch over on Twitch.tv forward slash. Superjaw, I believe tickets and such is available now over uh, on co-fee, like co like coffee, but co but coffee.com slash Superjaw. And like I said, your commentary team will be the Drake Lot Demolition Machine, Bojack, and the narrator of Violence, Phoenix, and Nitro. Make sure you guys check that out if you can. It is over in, like, once again, it is in Winston-Salem, North Carolina at the AML Pro Wrestling Training Center on Thursday, December 15th, which is next week. And, and it will be something that you guys, I believe you guys should check out. It's our first uh, ever sponsored, uh, we were sponsoring something. We You saw our, our logo at the, at the bottom if you're listening in uh, audio and video format. So it's, it's, it's something that I want to get into more as we get into 2023, us uh, sponsoring wrestling events. And make sure you guys support your local wrestling superstar, company, wrestler, whatever you guys want to call it. Make sure you su su support your local wrestling event as soon as possible. All right, a little bit. Let's look, look a little bit into this week in wrestling. Uh, I know you more than likely didn't catch that uh, Ricky Starks uh, MJF promo from uh this past Wednesday on Dynamite. It looked like it was good though. Boy, I tell you, it was that was a brilliant ass promo from Ricky Starks. Like you had MJF calling him the pebble, like he was just taking shots at him. But then Ricky, our boy Ricky. That's all I can say. Our boy Ricky. I'm gonna try to pull up some <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to pull up some audio because this man cut the promo of a lifetime that I feel like if you haven't already, you should check out because this man, what the way Ricky went in <laughs> on on MJF, you guys, you you guys gotta check it out. <laughs> and I think it's pretty. I should have expected a fifth-rate Roddy Piper. Maxi pad. I should have expected a fifth rate Roddy Piper wannabe to come out here and try to steal the spotlight. Oh, you trashed the city. Oh, you trashed the people. Hey, how much more stick do you got? Because the low hanging fruit is running dry, partner. Now, every single week, 
You come out here, you smell like paint thinner and ass. You spray tan, you spray tan your eczema. If you took your shirt off, your back would look like you laid in an ant pile for seven hours. You've got some crappy shoes on. It's never ironed. The shirt is too small. The shitty scarf and the terrible ass haircut. And you think that you're better than moi? Give me a break. <laughs> Talk your shit, Ricky. Well, he went in. <laughs> And his mama was ringside too. Oh. <laughs> Everything about yeah, you screams cheap. The cheap suits, the cheap shoes, the cheap heat. Oh my God. And you are our new AEW champion, huh? Well, here's the thing. With that AEW championship comes a big responsibility that you know nothing about. The difference between you and me is that when these people got behind me, I gave them a reason to keep going. <laughs> when they put faith in you, you let them down. When Regal believed in you, you let him down. But brother, when it comes to Ricky, I deliver on time, every time, every night, every week, every month. Ball. And you can take your little ass to Greece for three months because, oh, you didn't get paid enough because, oh, you got out politics by somebody smarter than you. But the fact remains is that I've been here busting my ass. You want to talk about responsibility? Let's talk about the fact that you avoid responsibility. Hmm. You avoid any type of pressure. I show up to signed meet and greets where you, you don't care. You just blow it off because, hey, everybody hates Max, so he has nothing to lose, right? Yeah, guess what, buddy? There comes a lot of responsibility when it comes to people actually liking you. And besides your, your nose being a lot darker than the rest of your body, me, on the other hand, I live with I live with respect. You know nothing about that. When I lived in my car in South Austin, guess what I was doing? I was grinding. I knew the responsibility of taking care of myself. When it comes to that woman right there, it's my responsibility to get her a car, to get her a house. And you think because you pay people, because you kiss ass, that Maxwell, I'm better than you, that you can get whatever you want. Please give me a break. That boy spitting. Next week is a big deal because I'm putting up and I'm shutting you up for once in your miserable, narcissistic, little punk-ass life. You don't deserve this, but I do. YouTube, guess what? Been there, did that, busting my ass to get here. Never needed a name to make it right here. And I don't need a name to beat your little ass. I am Ricky Starks. I'm gonna stand 10 toes down right now. Next week, I'm smacking the mole off your neck. I'm stomping an asshole right into you. <laughs> and I'm taking that title. I hope you do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do you a favor How this is that going you right never had done in your life. I'm going to take the responsibility off your plate, little boy. Hoo-hoo! 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 I'm going to take the responsibility off your plate, little boy. 
And obviously MJF hit them, hit him with a low blow because it's MJF. But <laughs> Ricky bounced back and hit the sickest spear. And all I can say, Ricky Starks is him. Ricky Starks is him. I I I know they probably not finna get that man the title because they MJF just won it. They finna make a big deal about it. But man, <laughs> I'm gonna need. So you think they gonna stretch it out? Like they just gonna let him reign for a little bit? Oh yeah, the AEW doesn't believe in short title reigns for some reason. It's like everything. It's like they want everybody to have a year long reign. Like I, I get it. It's like everybody don't need a year long reign. Like, like we already got a two year Roman Reigns reign. We don't I'm need. Sure, dude. We don't need every world champion. I mean, I understand longevity because it makes you feel like okay, can you beat this guy? But mm-hmm. come on, we don't really need that many like long-standing <laughs> champions. Like so far, we've had uh, obviously Kenny Omega was a long-standing champion. Uh, who else was mm-hmm. Chris Jericho was a long-standing champion. John Moxley at some point was a long-standing champion. CM Punk was a short-reigning champion because the dude was crippled in, in a little bit. And Hangman, I believe his his reign was like a few months. So it's like yeah, MJF more than likely the way they've been building him up, they're going to make it a. Uh, they're going to make it a long-standing reign, but, man, this promo made you excited to see this match. The entire show was actually pretty good. It sounded exciting. It sounded it, like The entire it show was pretty good. good outside of the ongoing JAS versus BCC story that's still going. Uh, hopefully, it ends on, at Final Battle because, you know, it's a Final Battle pay-per-view on Saturday that I am not watching because it's going to be at 4 p.m. on a Saturday. I got shit oh, to no. do. I got shit to do. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Outside of that, like this, and obviously it ended with this, this man holding the AEW World's Heavyweight Championship, the the blue, the Burberry belt, uh, the BBB, as um, MJF likes to call <laughs> the it. Burberry belt. But man, this, he cut, they told, they literally, all they had to do was give MJF and Ricky Starks the microphone and they told the story. They literally sold the story. They, they sold the story in one week. And I give them that props because that was some that was some some seething words. You obviously got some people who was like, "Oh, did he out who out promo who?" I don't give a damn who out promo who. This was entertaining television for me. I enjoyed it for what it was. It was brilliant. Uh, and obviously, Ricky stood tall. So if you are, if you've watched wrestling as long as I have you know that man is probably not winning the title next week because whoever stands tall before a title defense is either some shenanigans going to happen or they're just going to flat out lose. And hopefully in Ricky's case, there's some type of shenanigans to where they can drag the story out, but don't flat out beat him. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't drag it out too much. I, I say uh, the next pay-per-view if they don't. Well, no, they're going to probably give it to Danielson. It's probably going to be MJF and Danielson at the next pay-per-view. So, yeah, but it, put it this way, they, this is this is a match that needs to build Ricky to the point where he's up there. He's 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 a mainstay in the main event. He don't need to be pushed back down to no TNT division. Like it's like he, he's ready to just yeah. The way that man like, just cut okay, this like promo, this and now we can put him over here. The way that man just cut this promo with no disregard or no uh, no stuttering. You can tell he he meant every, he had the vein legitimately veins popping out his out his entire head. You could tell he believes everything you say. The best story and the best promos are when people when people who are giving it believes every single word, every single syllable, every single comma, every single exclamation point. If you don't believe what you're saying, why would I as a viewer 
believe or give a shit with what you're saying. Exactly. This man right here cut one hell of a promo. I'm 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 gonna be glued to my seat more than likely. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it uh, as I or when I get back from North Carolina because I fly back in that morning. So more than likely I'm gonna, I'm gonna be seeing and probably editing uh, next week's show. But good television, good television. And speaking of good television, is it almost boss time in New Japan? And the reason why I ask that. Is because apparently it's reported that uh, Mercedes Vernado, aka WWE Sasha Banks, is expected to be at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 17 event next month. Uh, that is a interesting development. Uh, according to several sources, close. To, it's, this is according to PW Insider. Of, of course, I got to give credit what credit is due. According to several sources close to the situation, while it is unknown whether Vernado will be appearing before the live crowd, we are told that New Japan is bringing Vernado in for the event. Back in October, Vernado teased the idea of wrestling former WWE star Kyrie, formerly known as Kyrie Sane, in uh, stardom. She is, I believe, the inaugural uh, New Japan Women's World Champion. Uh, which you guys should check out, by the way. I, I, I saw glimpses of that match. I'm going to have to watch it in full again, uh, which, and according to report, and well, according to, to, to Stardom, which shares the same corporate owner as New Japan. So there's that. That's That could be a situation with what they do. But uh, so they have the same, they, they recently did a corporate, uh, a crossover event with New Japan, which saw, like I said, the inaugural Women's World Champion being crowned. Sasha has recently been training at a number of places in recent months in the United States and in Mexico. So even though she walked out, her and Nate and Naomi walked out, and rightfully so, they knew their worth. They basically, she's basically been still training because she still ha she has a passion for wrestling. Uh, do I do I do I see her in in New Japan? I wouldn't mind it. It's, it's better than people assuming that she'll be uh, debuting in AEW in Japan in, in January to team with Soraya against Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter in a one-off match. Unless they're uh, like the only way I see Mercedes in AEW is if Tony Khan legitimately builds, rebuilds, and refocuses on the women's division. Not this nonchalant, lack of, lackadaisy, what you've been doing. Like, I mean, legitimately put it up to par with what they're doing in NXT or what they're doing at what they're now doing on the main roster. Cause, it, cause let's be real. SmackDown's women division has just been dreadful to sit through, but you can, but you're, you're behind and what they're doing in impact and what they're doing now and what they, what they've been doing in stardom. So it's like, yo, catch up. And I mean, you got to get with the times or just like, don't bring her in to just do what she was doing in WWE. Don't waste her time. Like, yeah, don't, 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 yeah, don't waste, don't, don't, do don't waste this woman's time. And don't waste my time because I'm like, I'm going to get hyped for it. And then you're just going to just push her in the back like everybody else. Like you did with Athena, like you did with so many other people who were like hot and, and the, the flame of the month, but then fell off. The only, I can tell you one of the WWE success stories is the acclaimed Jay Cargill, Britt Baker and Hangman Adam Page. That's four out of a lot. So. If you get Sasha in or Mercedes, let me get star saying Mercedes. 
Whatever she do, that's the beauty behind being in the unknown. You don't know. We don't know. We're just assuming. We're all speculating. So I'm intrigued with what they do with, with, with that. That's the uh, I guess that was the last bit of tidbit news I have uh for you guys. And yo, we might as well. Might as well move on. Move on to the NXT Deadline 2022 Speed Round Preview and Predictions. Let me go ahead and pull up this graphic or let me go pull up this scorecard on what we're going to vote for. I got one section for who I'm voting for, who you go, who you got going for. So hopefully you cool. guys, uh, can, if you tune in, more than likely I'm probably going to watch Deadline because it's at 8 p.m. on a Saturday. I'm off. I, well, I get off by the time the show goes on. So that's the beauty behind that. Uh, but yo, let's get this, let's get this ball rolling. Uh, let's start with the main event, which will be for the NXT championship, Apollo Crews versus Braun Breaker. Who you got? Let's start with you. Who you got? LeBron. You got LeBron. Mm-hmm. And you know what? As much as I like Apollo, and I've been interested in what they've been doing with this uh Cause they they was out they was out fishing on NXT this past Tuesday, but we both got we both going with Braun. All right, the next match will be Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn. Uh, this match happened is well came about because Isla Dawn cost Alba Fire the NXT Women's Championship in that last woman's standing match against Mandy Rose. I'm probably gonna go with Isla. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Isla for this one. All right. And then we're going to look at the match that was just announced on this past Tuesday is for the NXT Tag Team Championship. Pretty Deadly versus the New Day's Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. I'm going to have to go with Pretty Deadly. Okay. We're going with Pretty Deadly. I'm going to go with the New Day. All right. And then I ain't a lot of pretty deadly. They, the mouth is kind of lit. <laughs> I wear it just like I wear the Seth, Seth Rollins like, see through. Seth Rollins, right? Like, mouth <laughs> right, is pretty nice. <laughs> and then we got the feature matches of the of this in, in premium live event. You have for the men the men's Iron Survivor match: Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller. Axiom, Jordan Devlin, big ass head, and Joe Gacy, where the winner will become the number one contender for the NXT Championship. I'm gonna have to go with Melo. Yeah, I'm going with Melo. All right, so we both we both going with Melo, and then for the women, the final match for NXT Deadline, we have Zoe Stark, Core Jade. Roxanne Perez, I believe that's Kiana James, and Indy Hartwell. I'm going to have to go with go Rox. You going to go with Core? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to go with Roxanne, and you're going to go with Core Jade. And that is our, well, I'm going to say this show, I'm going to I'm watch it. It was it like, I'm liking, I'm liking what they've been doing with NXT. It's been up and down. So, like, that's any wrestling show. So hopefully, um, this is a fun event. Like an Iron Survivor match. I think I'm more so intrigued with the match, the match type, than anything. So hopefully, this is a fun show, and 
that concludes our preview and predictions, our speed round preview and predictions for NXT Deadline 2022 that goes down this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You Don't worry about us giving a preview and predictions for Final Battle because the bill is not worth the price. I'm just going to leave it at that. They have not. They did not sell me one time on any matches on this show at all, and that doesn't fall on the talent. That falls on the promoter and what they in their in their advertisement. That's just that's just how we got. That's all I got with that. All right. All right. Let's go back in time, ladies and gentlemen, as we relive WWE Monday Night Raw from December third, two thousand one where Chris Jericho faces Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mr. McMahon targets The Rock. Before give, Without giving anything away, what did you think about this, Joe? <laughs> I actually liked this show. All right. I really did. Matches aside. Especially, like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Matches aside, which was pretty much just... TV matches throughout, it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. Like it's, I, I wrote some things down where I was like, because I literally when, when I was when I was I didn't really have time to watch it at all this week, so I really literally watched it an hour or so ago. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of my thoughts are fresh on my mind. So let's let's see. <laughs> it was so funny. Like I watched it last night, and then I texted you, and I was like, "Okay, which one is it?" And then I went back because at first I ain't gonna lie. First I went to SmackDown. And I said, like, "Wait a minute, this don't even have the right date on it." So I had to go to Raw, and then as soon as I went to Raw, I ended up finding it. And then by the time I found it, I was like, I want to say like thirty. I was like halfway in, and the thing is almost over. That's when you text me, and he was like, "It's this. <laughs> it's Raw from this day." I was like, "I got it now." Like. <laughs> I was I'm almost done with it. I looked at my phone. I was like, this this woman here, I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to, I literally would do that. I'm like, wait, is it this one or this one? I was about to grab you through the phone. I was I literally about wrong. to text you like what did you just ask me? And I, it was so funny. I sent you I this shit before I left. I caught myself and then I lit the yeah, then I lit the email too and I said, like, Yeah, I did it right. I was like, like, why did like, I even text him? I said, it's too late now. I can't unsend it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot. God damn. I was, like, I was like, I already found it, but I'm not about to delete this text message. Just there. Even if you deleted it, I'll still see it. So it don't matter if you deleted it on your side. I was still, I'm like. I was like, he's just going to have to get the, he's just gonna have to put the interaction, put the ha 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 and just leave it. Nah, I responded. Because I'm like, I'm going to make sure she got the right damn day. Because we're not about to get on this show and talk about two different shows for no damn reason. For real? Like, 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 come like, on, man. Did you watch the same thing? You're like, did we watch the same shit? Did, did we see uh jim ross uh going in on vince man being like after being forced to kiss vince's ass the week oh prior my gosh. did we see kurt the start of kurt oh, angle's man. dick riding crusade like were we watching the same show that is funny but. <laughs> <laughs> i was like well it's too late now thanks a lot apple right, i can't even unsend it it's too late it said delivery. Like, <laughs> like that. You can't catch it. It's already in the app. Like, uh, Apple don't snitch on your ass that you. Right. It's already in the cloud. It's like, too late. Oh, uh, goddamn. 
But speaking of snitching, let's go ahead and move on to this show. Uh, this cold open was so icy when I when I watched it. Don't know where what they were saying in the song. Do you know what they were saying in the song? The boss, no. the boss of the song, the beat. I was like, I don't know what they're saying, but it got you hype. But the eight oh eight going off in my room. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, Raw... It went off. I, I was cool with it for a little bit. Now I hit skip intro. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, "Fuck this shit." Fuck this shit, I'm out. I was like, nope, let's get it. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Like, all right. All right, let's move on. This is it's going too long. <laughs> Raw, Raw comes to you live from the Bradley Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, with Jim Ross and Jerry King Lawler on commentary. They cut to WWF New York, and I started wondering if, if, if a wrestling comp- company would ever do that again, like open a restaurant. Like how would you how would you imagine uh like a modern wrestling restaurant like if they reopened WWE I guess you say well what would you call it WWE the world or something like a restaurant modern restaurant like it would be uh the menu would probably be like uh acknowledge me nuggets <laughs> or uh on Smackdown, Smackdown salmon, something. Smackdown, <laughs> Smackdown salmon, or uh, ooh, if you believe yours is the only chili, like uh, the lyrics oh, from the the lyrics okay. from Judgment Day, or okay, okay. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> or, or or the roof, 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 the the LeBron Breaker uh special. Hey, that's not bad. Or. <laughs> Now I want. Now I really want to try the food. Now, like I literally and, would do it. And they should. Uh, Calm down. They should get some content creators uh, to come up with some with some restaurant names because I got a perfect one. I got the I got the eeks. <laughs> the, the, the 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 cheeks the cheese nuggets, yeah. Uh, because I'm uh, some oozy juice. The, the, the moosey juicy the oozy juice the oozy the oozy juices like the oozy juices the oozy like slushies they have different flavors and stuff or oozy slushies yeah that's lit <laughs> the oozy slushies yes. the 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 yes. you know how you got the hot dogs you got the my dogs you're right the the, the sammy the sammy zane special you got the my dogs yeah yeah <laughs> That's lit. And obviously you got the retro yeah, stuff like yeah. the like the wet sandwich or the Rudy Poo uh mashed potatoes. Uh the the instead of the pie like the rock you thought was talking about, the the pancakes. The rock pancakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me let's move on before I get hungry. Uh <laughs> this is this is this is the go home episode of Raw Before Vengeance. I was like, oh, Mm-hmm. This was an accident <laughs> where they crowned the <laughs> first ever undisputed champion in sports entertainment wrestling history. Like they was Jay, Jim Ross was like, "This has never happened I at this point." Like, mm. I'm like, interesting. I said, "We already got some undisputed stuff happening already." Yeah, we, yeah, we still got undisputed. <laughs> undisputed. Okay. Like, all right. Uh, the show opens with Chris Jericho coming out dressed in mixed match black and white with the red ponytail. A lot going on here. And I typed down, what the fuck? He looked like a white Jerome from Martin. Man. Like, like what the, like, it was like, was like check, it was black on? and white checker. It looked like a beach table, tablecloth. It was a lot going on here. I don't know why. 
uh, he he said that like after getting chance and all that stuff because the the atmosphere for this is not like the atmosphere, but like now like you can bear, yeah. sometimes just some of the, it was a different time too. Some of the crowd now just they just pay for tickets and just sit here and just sit there. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, versus how it was when we was growing up. I was like five. <laughs> in two thousand and one, nobody was watching yeah. in two thousand one. I was five. I feel like nobody yeah, was watching. Yeah, I was five in 2001 because my brother was just born before that. Yeah, I feel like nobody was watching this shit. So, yeah, yeah he just turned, he was one. That <laughs> crazy. Everybody knows, all of you know that Chris Jarrell can win, can win the big one. But this Sunday at Vengeance, I am going to win the biggest one of them all and become the undisputed champion. It seems that The Rock, Stone Cold, Steve Austin being the two jackasses that they are. <laughs> They feel that it is a given that the two of them are going to be in the final match at Vengeance. They are overlooking the fact that Austin himself has to face the Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and The Rock himself has to face the future living legend himself. And that's me. And it's the simple, and it's simple. They are scared to death of me. And I was like, bro, who are you trying to convince them or me? <laughs> like, are you trying to convince yourself or me? Because I'm not convinced. Uh, Jericho reminds the people of what he did to The Rock, which doesn't sit well with the crowd before they chant Rocky, Rocky. And as far as Stone Cold is concerned, the next time he gets in the ring with me, I am going to beat the living hell out of this jackass for sure. After vengeance, all this disrespect is going to stop. And then JR asks out of nowhere, what is it about disrespect these days? And then I wrote down, oh yeah, this must have been a week after JR had to kiss Vince McMahon's ass when Undertaker randomly turned heel. Uh, Jericho says he will win on Sunday because he is the best. He is larger than life. And I'm like, bro, you sound like you have to take a mad shit right now. <laughs> and then the new consortium, the co-owner of the WWF, Ric Flair, interrupts. And I wrote down, this man looks, still looks old as hell in 2002 like he did in 1996. Like, bro, it's like he, he got to age 50 and just froze. <laughs> Like he's just stuck, he's just he's just there. <laughs> I was like, dang, he still looked the same. <laughs> still looked the same, and he looked the same now, old as shit, uh-huh, for uh-huh. no damn reason. Larger than whoo, larger than life. Do I call you Chris Jericho? Do I call you Jericho? Do I call you Chris? By God, Jericho. I'm like, why? (laughs) He prefers himself. He prefers Mr. Jericho. All this greatness fell on you because you beat The Rock once. I beat The Rock twice. For me, friend, my friend, seeing is believing, and I ain't see either time, Flair said. (laughs) And I wrote down, well, watch the product, kid. You might learn something. But to be fair, it was during the invasion angle when that match happened. Nobody watched that shit. <laughs> Nobody was watching that. And I got a problem. Oh, you got a problem with me, Flair? You got a problem with Jericho? And then Flair then checks his his suit looking around like a lost puppy. You're not talking to Ric Flair anymore. You're talking to the owner of this company, pal. Woo! I like that. I'm like, bro, if you woo one more time. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I, I said, dang man, how many times you gonna go through this? I'll tell you what I I do. I said, have man, a, you are this close. <laughs> you 
this close for me picking up the remote. How <laughs> <laughs> about the mute? Because I was ready. I was, about, I was ready to hit mute or fast forward. Like either you, way. I'm about to do something <laughs> else. I'm like, bro, if you say one more time, I'll tell you what I do have a problem with is your lack of respect for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Flair then does the bouncing off the ropes gimmick for some reason. Uh, for all the greatness you bring, woo! I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the <laughs> fuck up with this woo shit. Woo to the world wrestling because he—it's like he wooed in the middle of the sentence. I'm like, bro, get to the point. Like, just get to it. Say what you got to say already. <laughs> it's like he was like, for all the greatness, you... woo later. Like, we'll we'll get to that right now. <laughs> for all the greatness you bring, woo. I'm like, bro. <sighs> for all the greatness you bring, woo to the World Wrestling Federation tonight. You and Stone Cold, woo, go one-on-one right here tonight. Woo, I'm like, shit. Jericho's not happy about this. I'm not happy about this because this man kept wooing. Jericho put him in a match with Stone Cold. One-on-one, no titles, no outside interference. One-on-one, you and Stone Cold. And to quote Stone Cold Steve Austin from SmackDown last week, it has to be, woo, the man. You got to beat the man, woo. And right now in my eyes, Steve Austin, woo, is the man, woo. Is the man shut the fuck up? You mother, you say woo one more goddamn time. I am going to literally turn this shit off and say we did not. This show was canceled because this man kept saying woo. I was literally about to cancel this entire podcast because this man kept saying woo. If you say woo one more time. I'm going to shove my woo up your ass because I am tired <laughs> of hearing woo every 60 to 30 seconds. <laughs> We had to deal with the what chance at this point, and we had to deal with the woos at this point, and I am tired. I am I am over it. But Jericho is left to test it and in the ring because now he has to compete just six days before vengeance. The Rock arrives to the arena backstage, so you know he's about to get into some shenanigans, and that's my type of party. WWF Vengeance is proudly presented by Lux Boots and Shoes. Have you ever worn anything from Lux? No. Do I even remember what Lux? Not one thing. Let me. I do research on this podcast, so let me. What the fuck is Lux? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't worried that one thing from them. Lux. Let me see. Let me see what this. Nope. No, I haven't. Ew. I'm like, let, let me think. Nope. Ew. I haven't. <laughs> Not one time. Lux is just rip off Timberlands. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. See, I'm glad I ain't wearing them things. <laughs> and my daddy wore Timberlands when I was growing up. He still got Timberlands to this day. These are rip off Timberlands. Man, no. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't wear those. So happy, buddy. Oh, no. oh that was that was a shit. Uh, that was shit. It wasn't the shit. It was shit. <laughs> Uh, it's time for some hellfire and brimstone as Kane makes his way to the ring looking jacked as ever. Big as shit for no reason. Uh, this was the first time Kane and Big Show were a team because I believe they beat the Hardys on SmackDown to become the number one contenders for the tag team titles. It was basically it basically went from Kane and Undertaker as tag team to Kane and Big Show. Kane's opponent is one half of the tag team champions, Bubba Ray Dudley, accompanied to the ring by the Duchess of Dudleyville, Stacey Keebler, and Devon. And I wrote down Stacey Keebler. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. 
between her and Tori Wilson. I'm like, giggity. Uh, Bubble attack came before the bell, so you know what time it is. Uh, this was basically, like I said, any match on this entire show was TV matches, so I re- I barely wrote down anything because it was literally just matches. They just didn't move. Like, nothing felt interesting <laughs> until, like, it got to the shenanigans part. Stacey tried to sweep the leg of Kane, but Kane barely budged, and he stalked her outside before Devon jumped him, clipping, literally kept clipping into the frame and gave Bubba the advantage with the referee distracted. Kane bounced back with flying clotheslines, and, and but then Stacy got on the apron to distract the ref. But Kane goozled her by the throat, was like about to choke her out. I don't blame her. Like get get that Jezebel off the ring, as Jim Ross would say. And D-Munch. Yeah. <laughs> and D-Munch. Yeah. I'm sorry, Stacy. Giggity. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Crazy. Sorry about that. Uh, but Kane, uh, Devon tried to slip in and attack, but Kane saw him and gave him the big boot. Bubba then tried to use the belt, but Kane ducked and hit the choke slam to pick up the win. That's what I'm saying. This was literally just a TV match. It was literally choke slam win. Kane's celebration didn't last as long as Devon hit Kane in the back of the head with a belt, and he barely sold it. But then the Dudleys hit the 3D on Kane before Big Show ran. He literally ran, sprinted. He sprinted down to the ring, came to make the save before hitting his own choke slam on Devon. The giant baby faces stood tall to end the segment. This was basically the build to the. This entire show was basically the final build to Vengeance. So it was like a lot of matches were announced. Backstage, Vince McMahon is on the phone with The Undertaker, and he says it doesn't matter if he's not there tonight, just as long as he's at Vengeance to teach RVD a lesson. Kurt Angle then enters and asks Vince, Vince how he feels after what The Rock did to him on SmackDown. I was like, what did he do? And then I realized, <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, no. Uh, he said, you have this, you have to feel like this big. What The Rock did, my friends from the Olympics were calling me and saying, how could your boss be so humiliated on national TV, saying the whole world watching is on the Internet, it's everywhere. And I wrote, they had Internet in 2001? Mm-hmm. I was outside, so I don't know. I was at the cul-de-sac. I didn't give a shit about the internet. I was, I was. Yeah, they had. I think they had like AOL at the time and stuff. Oh wow, damn! Mm-hmm. This is a legit question I because I was did. literally outside. Like I was watching. I was playing basketball, riding my bikes, um, getting in fights. I did that too, but I was like doing a bit of both. Oh, so, like, we this... had that, and I think we still had our old like compact computer. Like, Wasn't this around the too? time where you couldn't be on the phone, the landline, to use the internet? Like I you, think so, you had, yeah. like if you were on the internet. The line, the phone line didn't work or something like that. So, good luck if you had a gossip. Good luck if you had a gossiping uh, parental figure that liked to be on the phone all the time because you could not get on the internet. <laughs> because, buddy, unless you got that compact computer, you got a compact computer. You straight. You can still use the landline and be on the computer in the other room. Two thousand and one. Yeah, this is two thousand one. Yeah, this is around the time I, I, I wasn't watching. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> but. <laughs> I was I was riding a bike. I think my sister and my brother uh, taught me how to bike, ride a bike, and then. And to this day, I still I'm not great at that no more. Not no more. Man. I don't fell off so many times. It'll keep trying and trying again. Well, no, I'm good. I think I done skinned my knees enough. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm okay. <laughs> Continue with this, Vincent Man. Uh, Kurt Angle continuing to remind Vincent Man. Vincent Man with his pants around his ankles. The Rock had you in the ring, waddling around like a duck. He legit started doing the duck walk and everything. I'm like, bro, 
what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, and and sure did. and and he gave you the rock bottom and your grapefruits were hanging out right in the middle on national TV for everyone to see. And he literally squatted down and started motioning that his dick was out all on TV. He was like, bro, your, your grapefruits was out. You, your balls was just dropped. I mean, what an embarrassment moment. Vince cut him off before he gave any more details. I was like, why are you reminding me of this shit, man? I was there. <laughs> I was right there. Like, and then Kurt, then Kurt proceeds to dick ride without a license and proclaims that they will get the rock back tonight because he will not embarrass Vince McMahon, and they both sit down to come up with a plan to fade into commercial break. Back from the break is Albert, accompanied to the ring by Scotty Too Hottie to compete one-on-one with his former tag team partner, Test. Scotty referred to Test as Horseface, mm-hmm. and I could not contain my laughter. <laughs> Cause that man did kind of look like a horse though, in the face, <laughs> with the, with the buck teeth. <laughs> that's just funny. I was like, it's like when I was watching, I said, okay, now when I look real hard, I'm like, I can't unsee it. I can't like every time I see, I'm like horse face. I said, well, you might be onto something here. <laughs> you might, you might have a point here. Apparently, right now, you're it's not a you don't miss. So you might I can't a, get mad. You might have a point here, pal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're going somewhere. We're going somewhere with this. Like, hold on now. Hold on. <laughs> you, you, you got a point. He said you got the worm, you got the hip hop hippo, and you got horse face. It's like a little wild kingdom out here tonight. And <laughs> I wrote down, who the fuck is hip hop hippo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? What is that? It's, apparently it's Albert. I'm like, this man will little to no rhythm is the hip hop hippo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't bother writing anything down. It was a good TV match. Nothing too special, but pretty solid. Uh, Albert had test up for the military press. That man was picking up a nearly 300 pound man like with not, like it was nothing. But test slipped out and hit a big boot. But Scotty got off the commentary to distract the referee, which made test go out and punch him out for distracting uh getting involved and distracting test long enough for out to hit a nice looking pump kick test tried to cheat but the ref caught him and stopped the count after a near fall test grabbed the steel chair and as he got in scotty snatched it and gave him a gnarly headshot to the skull with albert hitting a albert bomb to pick up the win scotty was just chilling on in the chair like he did he didn't do nothing like he didn't just scramble this man's brain as Albert <laughs> celebrated on the other side of the ring. And then backstage, we get women's champion Trish Stratus. She is walking around as King started shouting, Oh, hey, puppies! That reminds me, I got to go to the mountain next week. What? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? She's looking for the rock, heading into commercial break. What does she want with the rock? Oh, I don't know. Please, please shut the fuck up, King. Shut the All fuck right, up. No, this is going between the woos and the, and the what's and King being horny, please. For the rock. I was like, please, okay. Please, please shut the fuck up, King. Damn it. <laughs> uh, back from the commercial break, Michael Cole is interviewing hardcore champion RBD, and they talk about Undertaker attacking him on SmackDown to build to their match at, at Vengeance. And RBD says he doesn't know what's up with him. He says 
he's just all worked up before Christian comes in and says, maybe Undertaker did what he did because he gives Vince McMahon the respect he deserves. <sighs> Bro, wipe your mouth. The juice is showing from all that dick eating you doing right now. The fuck are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> you got the dick in your mouth. <laughs> Shaboing boing. Uh <laughs> Shaboing boing. What is that from? <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that from now on. I ain't heard that phrase in so long. <laughs> the last time I heard that was from Big Mama's house. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Oh my gosh, why? <laughs> oh, that's <was> hilarious. <laughs> 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 it was out of nowhere, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Christian to next year. <laughs> Christian Christian has he has if he thinks he's better than if RBD is better than the Undertaker. And RBD says he'll find out on Sunday and tells Christian since he's standing here, he wants to see if he's better than Christian tonight, which he agrees. <laughs> As long as the hardcore title is on the line, RVD says, all right, as long as that Euro Trash title is on the line. I'm going yeah. to get disrespected to the European title. That was uncalled for. Come on now. That was a beautiful right. title. <laughs> and Christian said, my Euro? My Euro? You know nothing in Euro. What's the capital of Belgium? Waffle. You son of a bitch. <laughs> what the fuck you say, RVD? <laughs> what's, what's the capital of Belgium? Waffle. He still kind of messed that up though, because he didn't say what's the he kind of messed up on his end too. Yeah, he said, uh, "What's the?" He said, "Then what's the?" He said, "What's the capital of Brussels?" He said, "What's the capital of Brussels?" And then he was like, "I don't know," because <laughs> because Christian he was like, "Oh, so because RBD said, okay, so what's the capital?" And Christian was like, "I'm not telling you. He ain't know." <laughs> All right. So uh, wait a minute now. Who's really the dumb one? Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. bitch. Right. <laughs> boing, boing. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny. So it's a match with the hardcore title on the line. It's basically a hardcore style match. The camera then cuts back to Trish Stratus outside the Rock locker room. She knocks and then she just walks right in. Uh, not once did this man say, come on in. He could have been assed out, balls hanging freely, and she just walks right on in. Like, you don't knock and enter. You knock and wait. Then you enter. Don't just slip up and out. Like, who, who, you, th who you think this is? 
she wanted to come in and thank The Rock for saving her from another humiliating moment from Vince McMahon. And I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Uh, and she wanted to thank him properly with a kiss on the cheek. And I'm like, oh, no. Where is this going? Uh, is that your way of thanking The Rock? If that's your way of thanking The Rock, then allow The Rock to give you his way of saying, you're welcome. And the way she just stood there all awkward and quiet, I'm like... I, I knew it was going to happen. I'm like, what are you doing, bud? Where are we going? Where are we going with this? Well, I said, oh, back to that that other little capital comment, they actually were right. It's Brussels? That kind of, yeah, it is. I mean, it was. It, Bel- so the capital of Belgium is Waffles? The capital of Belgium is Brussels. Man, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know why they would throw that in that segment like that. But I'm like, look, y'all, like before y'all do that, just make sure you know your stuff first. Don't just sit here. Well, be like me and just improvise. Be like me. And, I just I just improvise most of the time. Uh <laughs> back to this segment. Uh she, yeah, I know what that's gonna lead to though. Back to this segment. Uh the way she just stood there was awkward. Uh the rock. And then he just started talking in third person more. I'm like, bro, why are you still talking? Uh, the Rock, is, he said, the, man, just kiss her. You got, it's a lead just, up to it. You too, you too quick. You got to tell people because a lot of people didn't watch this because I was confused. I wrote a lot of shit down. I was confused with what's going on. I'm like, where are you going with this? You're like, uh, is that your way of thanking, thanking The Rock? That's your way of thanking The Rock? Then allow The Rock to give you his way of saying you're welcome. I'm like, bro, you just say you're welcome. Is that so hard to just say you're welcome? Just say you're welcome. The Rock is going to grab your hand, brush your hand back, bring you in close, lean you back, look deep into your eyes, and get you to suck my dick. Oh, I'm just, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. He kissed her. Like she said, I'm, he, he, he kissed her. He kissed her. He kissed her. He didn't, he didn't get no shaboing boing. He kissed her. He kissed her. And the pop that man got with the crowd chain rocking approval, and then that man fixed her hair back over her shoulders, titties all out. Because literally, all she had to do was all you had to do was just pull the shirt down even more and just yang, right? Just boobs everywhere. <laughs> fixed her hair, titties all out. Turned his back to her and did the eyebrow gimmick into the camera to go to commercial break. I'm like, this segment was. Something, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, it, like, you doing all of that back then? I'm like, it must have been real steamy. Because <laughs> I'm just stuck on, like, bro, all you had to do to say you're welcome, right? You went, you went to singing you're welcome in 2020 or 2018, 2019. You're welcome, so bro, you can literally just say you're welcome right here, it's not that hard. Anyway, back from commercial break, Team Extreme, the Hardy Boys with Lita made their way to the ring with Lita looking good, as Booker T would say, ripped all in shape. Uh, The story here was their first attempt at breaking up the Hardys, which wasn't as well received as the time they did in 2009. It'll be Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy at Vengeance. Their opponents are Spike Dudley and Tajiri, accompanied to the ring by Tori Wilson. Giggity. Uh... From Tori to Stacy to Lita King was literally horny Twitter in human form, but worse when it came. <laughs> he was so much worse when it came to scaring the hoes, though. So right. 
Tajiri was so smooth in that ring from his kicks to the back spring elbow. The, the ending came when Matt Hardy hit that middle rope leg drop that basically gave him a permanent limp, but not before Jeff made the blind tag and hit the swanton bomb on Spike to pick up the win for his team, much to the dismay of his older brother. After the match, the Hardys are still arguing, and Lita does not know what to do. Come on, guys. You're a team. You're and a they team. pushed her, too. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah we'll get to that. Uh, backstage, <laughs> Sir William Regal is furious walking until we hear, hey, look, it's the kiss ass. No, it's the cast kisser. <laughs> the APA was taunting William Regal for, he, for kissing Vince. He legitimately kissed that man's ass. <laughs> hey, kiss ass. How's that billionaire's butt? <laughs> Regal, is, uh, Regal obviously is not happy about this. No selling the invisible wall to get into their office and to demands to know if they were talking about him and they continue to taunt him. What do you think? <laughs> this right here took me out. What do you think he kissed to become vice president? Bradshaw asked. Oh, man, that's nuts. <laughs> He basically said he'll suck a dick to become vice president without saying it. And yep. I'm, I'm like, yo, what did you just say to me? Autumn your windows. What the hell did you just say to me? You just you just basically say he'll give head to become vice president. All right. I'm like, okay, friend. And obviously, William Regal, I'm about to butcher the hell out of the English accent. Sorry, Deontay. Uh, at least I'm not too low-life, beer-drinking, cigar-smoking, beat people up for money, bloody thugs. I'm a gentleman, and I'm bloody well-respected. Bradshaw gave him two <laughs> options. He'll kick, not kiss, his ass right there in their office, or he'll kick, not kiss, his ass in the ring. <laughs> Regal chose not to get to the bloody ring and fight like gentlemen because they are not bloody barbarians. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, why do you talk like that? <laughs> That's the accent. <laughs> Did you know that's not his actual accent? He put on a fake accent. Yeah. So uh, I know a lot of people didn't know I was that. Like, Bruh. When I heard his actual accent, I'm like, oh. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> a god okay. Like, all right, that make that makes sense. That makes all the sense. You could have told me that, but okay, it's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> do what you do. Up next in a non-title match, it'll be Austin versus Jericho. Uh, back from the break, like like we just mentioned, the hardest is still fighting with Lita, trying to break them up until they push her off. They just pushed her to the ground, just say, "Hey, get the fuck out of here, move, bitch." Uh, she's, <laughs> she's not taking anyone's side, and Matt tells her to be the referee for the match and Vengeance to prove which side she's on. And I'm like, "All right." Uh, back in the ring, it's now time for the non-title match between WWF Champion Chris, not WWF Champion Chris Jericho, WWF Champion Stone Cold Steve Austin and Chris Jericho. Jericho makes his way to the ring as Raw is brought to you by Foot Locker, Burger King, the home of the Whopper, and by Crash Bandicoot, the Wrath of Cortex. Have you played this game? Yeah, that's crazy. That's one thing that stuck out to me. Too. I was like, Crash? I said, wait a minute, Crash was out? Yeah. During this, Crash was out. <laughs> we were, we weren't watching this shit, but we was playing Crash. Crash I got like, cause I got a Crash. I got, I think it's Crash Four that I got now. On freaking Nintendo. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Now hold on, you're telling my if age. If I was playing this, nah, shut up. If I was already playing this game already, either A, I played it with my cousins, or B, I don't remember playing it. 
because majority of the time I was playing, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, I was playing Mario or Donkey Kong, like trying to beat my cousins like level and they high scores and junk. I wasn't even focused on Crash Bandicoot at that time. <laughs> I know, we, I know what we weren't doing though. And I was gonna play more to come back too. So I know, what, that, I, like, I know exactly what we weren't doing though. We weren't watching this shit. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> We were not watching. And if it. I was watching it, I probably just started like saw it in parts. No, because I wasn't watching it like all the way through. I was playing Crash, or I was outside. But I was definitely, yeah, I was definitely being a child. I was outside and playing with my baby brother at that. So, I, <laughs> like, yeah. I was I was whooping my sister's ass in Uno. So, see, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> The glass shatters and WWF champion Stone Cold makes his way to the ring and he doesn't even wait for the ring bell to ring to start fighting with Jericho. And then I wrote down, oh, this is the beginning of the what chance, like I said earlier. <sighs> Shoot me. Uh, they, basically, <laughs> they basically brawled all over the place from the crowd to ringside, back inside the ring. Both men got into a finisher attempt exchange until Stone Cold locks in the wall to Jericho. They basically stored all their, fin their their finishers like in 2K and just stole each other's finisher until Jericho reached the ropes. Not too long after, Jericho regained control with an undetected low blow. After some time on the defense, Stone Cold attempted another comeback. He got some offense in with the Thez press before Jericho stopped him prior to locking in the walls of Jericho until a rope break. Austin tried to fight back, but Jericho stopped him again, but this time with a bulldog, which he barely got. Before going for the lion salt, but Austin moved with Jericho legit landed on his feet. Nice. Jericho then went for a wild strike, but Austin Duck hit the stunner to pick up the win. I'm like, that was a nice little fun match right there. This was probably the the most most match that I was look, look, looking into. Like I was like, oh, this is intriguing. Uh, after the match, Stone Cold grabbed a couple of cold ones, a couple of beers, a couple of Steve Wises. What? I hate that shit. What? To celebrate this win as he turns his attention to vengeance. And then out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, all you heard was, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's Booker T hot wiring Stone Cold's truck and stole his wheels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This man basically committed Grand Theft Auto on national TV <laughs> that is being recorded. You can't even deny it. Like everybody sees it, <laughs> and then apparently Stone Cold stole another car during the commercial break. See the difference between Booker T stealing this car and Stone Cold stealing the car during commercial break. No one saw Stone Cold steal the car during commercial break. Booker T was on TV, right. hot wiring in the car, wide open, like <laughs> Had, took, took the took the crank out so he can unlock it and just mm -hmm. pull it off. Come on, bud. <laughs> Like, bro, come on. You you don't, don't have care. the complexion for protection. Why are you doing this? Because <laughs> he don't care. Shit. Simple. Dumbass. <laughs> he don't care. Dumb, I mean, whatever. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> you, you idiot. You. Like, well, y'all want to play games? Like, we get play games. <laughs> All right. Up next, Mr. McMahon and Kurt. Like, that's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you on TV. That shit, that shit blew me. I'm like, why are you on TV stealing? Like, bro, you if you're gonna steal it, at least my own TV. Like, like at least oh, man. Come on, man. Up next, Mr. McMahon and Kurt Angle make their way to the ring for the customary Vince McMahon promo segment. 
Uh, Rock, you ungrateful SOB. You could have just said son of a bitch, Kurt, but all right. Right. Kurt Angle basically says, if it wasn't for Vince, The Rock, Stone Cold, or anyone, wouldn't be a damn thing without him. Except for Kurt, because he was already an Olympic gold medalist. Kurt Angle then continues his dick-eating crusade before they show footage of Vince attempting to force Trish Stratus to kiss his ass. And I was like, oh, this is what they were talking about. Before The Rock came out and embarrassed that man on behalf of Jim Ross, Trish Stratus, and the millions and millions. Before hitting The Rock bottom, uh, Kurt Angle then rips into Rock about what he did and asks the people if they enjoyed that. What? Did you enjoy that? What? Did you like that? What? Say what if you sleep, like to sleep with your own sister? What? See? Look at y'all. They just right. kept saying what? I'm like, oh my God, please shut the fuck up. And, <laughs> and then Kurt got them to stop saying what though? I guess walking around with your pants down and threatening to shove things up people's butts may be a family tradition in this backwater city, but not in WWF. And I'm like, bro, he just basically said y'all are some y'all are some y'all are some fucking bums. Yep. <laughs> that made basically that made their what chance turn into asshole chance. I'm like, yep, he killed the what chance. Thank God. Kurt Angle then calls out the rock and says if he ends up facing him at Vengeance, he's gonna beat a lesson into him before demanding an apology on both of their behalf. The Rock then makes his way to the stage to a massive ovation with the world title in hand. It's like I barely remember him having a big gold belt. But then <laughs> but then again, it was the invasion in 2001. Was nobody watching this shit. So of course, we don't remember him with the big gold belt. He does his finally gimmick. Fine. <laughs> the will, the, will, will the rock apologize <laughs> no this is the rock Absolutely we're talking not. about <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. he said why don't both of you come up here and kiss the rock's ass instead which infuriates Kurt Angle but it's not just any ass it's the people's ass <laughs> blood that ain't my ass what the fuck you talking about right. <laughs> speak for yourself that is not my ass I don't know Whoa. you what I look like? No. <clears throat> Vince then says the we rock. We ain't that close, bro. Like, come on now. You you speak in third person. Come on. <laughs> Vince then says the rock is just like these people. They are ingrates and proceeds to drag his point on and on and on. The rock says if he has to come, if he has a way to come down, he has a way to come down there and slap that toupee off your head and hurry up and finish his sentence. Damn. So Vince, if you got a challenge, you go ahead and spit it out, you sick freak. <laughs> Kurt then continues to dick ride some more before Vince cut him off to announce a tag team match as the main event against he and Kurt Angle with his tag team partner, Trish Stratus. A lot of kissing here tonight. Rock kiss Trish. Kurt Angle dick riding for Vince. Christian Dick grinding for The Undertaker and Vince. Jim Ross wanted to just punch everything that moved. And Jared King Lawler just continued to be horny on in real life and continued to scare in the hoes. Anyway, uh, basically is a handicap match. But if, if Rock's team lose tonight, he must join the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. And if he decides not to kiss his ass on SmackDown, he'll be stripped of the championship and not compete at Vengeance. Before, and before Rock could respond... I literally almost blacked out because Ric Flair interrupted the proceedings. 
I wrote down if this woo motherfucker say woo one more goddamn time during this segment, and he proceeds to do exactly that. Rick Flair then <laughs> proceeds to add a stipulation as 50% owner where if Vince's team loses, then he will have to kiss Rock's ass on SmackDown. And if he if Vince doesn't do it, then Kurt Angle loses his shot at vengeance before both men steal each other's cat sprays. Because he said to quote The Rock, Woo! If you smell, woo, what the nature boy, woo, is cooking. And I'm like, please shoot me. For the love of God, shoot me. The nature boy. And then The Rock, with his old ass. And then The Rock said, woo. I'm like, oh, my God. I hope you lose. I hope you lose tonight. I hope you lose. (laughs) I hope you kiss Vince's ass because you keep saying woo. Like, I was rooting for you, Rock, but then you start saying woo, and I'm like, oh, God. If I had a dollar for every time they said woo on the show, I would be a billionaire right now. It was, Literally. It was that many woos. And that was the end of the segment. They announced, that was the end of the segment. They announced the main event of the show in the middle of the show. <laughs> The main event could have for me could have been Stone Cold versus Jericho, and I could have just turned this shit off right here because anything after this didn't really do anything for me. Uh, back for the commercial break, it's a hardcore style match for the WWE t- hardcore title as Rob Van Dam makes his way to the ring. Christian then makes his entrance with the most two thousand and one gear of all time with that see through fishnet shirt that that our uncles used to wear <laughs> back in the day. It, <laughs> They put some fishnet. There was some fishnet shirts. I was trying to figure out why they wore that shit. Uh, it's a false count anywhere match. Uh, it's a hardcore match. It was a solid, fun, fun hardcore match up until this point. With Christian obsessed with hitting the concerto, but he missed with Van Dam hitting the spinning back kick into or the Van Daminator. I believe that's what they call it. Before hitting that beautiful five star frog splash to pick up the win to retain the title in the most tame but fun hardcore match I've ever seen. RVD picked up, picking up momentum, heading into his hardcore match against the Undertaker. But I, I think I know why this hardcore match was tamed. We'll talk about that in, uh, at the end of this show. Back from the commercial break, William Regal makes his way to the ring as they show his exchanges with Edge on SmackDown, whooping that man literally with a belt and punching him in the ribs, costing him his match against Kurt Angle. It'll be Edge versus Regal for the IC title at Vengeance. It's Regal versus Bradshaw, a match made after. APA made fun of Mr. Regal for being an ass, kick, an ass kisser, not an ass kicker. Uh, this was basically a quick little match. Uh, there was a mishap with Regal hitting Bradshaw with the brass knucks, or he barely hit him. It's like Bradshaw sold for it, but nobody hit him. So, And the ref literally had to stand there and pretend that he didn't see Regal while he was looking at him clear as day. He was like, shit, we forgot the spot. Well, he hit him in the face with the brass knuckles to pick up the win. After the match, Taz appeared on the Tron from WWF New York looking for Edge and says he's looking for Edge. Where the hell yep. is Edge? I haven't seen Edge. And then Edge literally cut into the frame. Literally, if you're looking at the Tron, you literally don't see Edge. He cut into the frame and hit a spear on Regal. Uh, it was basically as a, as a form of payback to like a build to their match at Vengeance. Uh-huh. Then backstage, Kurt Angle is hyped about forcing The Rock to kiss Vince McMahon's ass, but wonders about the sight of him 
that being Vince kissing the Rock's ass, but they say not to worry about it as they walk out of the office into the main event of the evening as Vince McMahon makes his way to the ring with the roids roiding. Right. Like, bro, you are... Soon as he started walking, I said, whoa. You are buff. Dang, dude. For no goddamn reason. (laughs) I was like, what? I'm like, all right. Kurt Angle's out next. I'm like, you are buff. Oh, you just, I mean, popping out. Nope. Um, Like, bro. What are you doing here? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Kurt Angle is out next. Um, I'm so used to the you suck chance looking back at this at shows like this without them feel kind of weird now women's champion Trish Stratus is out making her way to the ramp as they do the final build up to vengeance with plugging WWF.com Vince started dancing for some reason to Trish's music <laughs> it was like you, I, can't, I couldn't even describe it it was like him having a it, it was like he was partially humping the air partially twerking and having a stroke at the same time he was having a stroke torque. He literally invented <laughs> Vincent Man literally invented the stroke torque. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all I wrote I down like, what, is, like, Bang, what are you doing, bro? Like you alright? Like, bro, I'm worried about I'm worried about <laughs> I'm worried about King Vincent Man scaring the holes with him dance moves. Like shit. Uh <laughs> All, all I can write down is I cannot I cannot get to the beach fast enough. What did, what the fuck is this show? Why did I pick this show? I am not doing this shit ever again. God damn it! I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put 2001 up there with 1996 as the year to avoid. It's funny. It was funny. So funny. It was funny, but like God damn it, never do this shit again. It was funny. <laughs> uh, the Rock makes his way to the ring with a lot at stake. If Rock loses, he joins Vince's Kiss My Ass Club. But if Vince and Kurt lose, then Vince joins Rock's Kiss My Ass Club. This was basically a typical match. The Heels dominated this match at the current angle stop. Rock's momentum before Vince made the tag and controlled the Rock, hitting a low blow behind the referee's back. A lot of dick shots. It was a lot of dick riding and dick shots in this entire show. And then turning to pie face Trish off the ramp, off the um, apron, excuse me, before continuing his assault on the Rock. But that didn't last long as Rock hit a spine buster on a cocky Vince. I probably shouldn't say cocky. I should probably say arrogant. Let's go with that. Uh, Trish then begs to get the tag and starts going in on Vince, slapping the shit out of him literally to the point where she makes him bleed before Rock distracted the ref, allowing Trish to hit Vince in the back in the balls. More more dick shots before Kurt Angle hit her from behind to stop the full one. That man literally did the full forearm. He just said, yeah. Uh, Kurt makes the tag and starts taunting the rock before Trish hit Kurt with a low blow as the referee was there. I'm like, bro, damn, y'all dicks are hurting right now. And Rock <laughs> and Rock made the tag and took the fight to Kurt Angle until Rock accidentally knocked out Mike Kyoto. Uh, they showed Vince's bloody nose. Trish got him good. Kurt Angle then then hit a, an amazing Olympic slam, which saw Rock literally jump out of the frame. He literally leaped into the air. He, mm-hmm. he jumped. He jumped for his life on that move, and both men are down as Vince Man walks over the uh, off the apron before Chris Jericho came out of nowhere. Literally, I, I was not paying attention. He just clipped into the frame and hit the lion salt on the rock for a very close two count. Vince Man then walks over, roided out of his mind, 
and chases after Trish Stratus, chasing her all the way to the back until Stone Cold walks out and begins chasing after Benson Man and started whooping his ass on the outside before hanging hanging up Kurt Angle right into the rock bottom, giving the win to Trish Stratus and The Rock. Now Vince McMahon has to, he literally got to kiss The Rock's ass on SmackDown. Did you see, did you ever see, do you, you remember that segment, right? Uh-huh. Where he kissed, where he, where it didn't, he didn't end up kissing. This is a spoiler for those who haven't seen it. I don't know why you haven't seen it. It's 2001. But The Rock teased him kissing his ass, but he said, you're not going to kiss my ass. Then he brought out Jim Ross and said, pull your pants down, Jim. And then he teased. <laughs> yeah. And then he teased that. He teased that. And then he said, nope, you're not going to kiss his ass. Then he brought out Trish Stratus. Yeah. And then he said, and then Vince was like, <laughs> like, a, like a little, right. like he was he was scaring the hoes on SmackDown. Like, bro, this, they was just notorious for scaring the hoes. Uh, he was like, ah, I'll kiss it. And then Ross said, oh, you sick f- freak. And then he was like, you're not going to kiss that ass. And then he he returned the returning Rikishi. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where that meme. That's where that meme with Vince sticking, getting his ass stuck up. So Vince Man has this fetish with sticking his face up of wrestler's ass. He did it with Rikishi and he did it with Big Show in 2006. I remember that Hell in a Cell. I think that was mm-hmm. the first Hell in a Cell that I watched in modern time. It was that match, and it ended with big sh- with Vince's face of Vince with Big Show's ass. It was it wasn't even it wasn't even protected like Rikishi's ass. It was literally a a bare ass. <laughs> so he stuck his face up a sweat. Vince has this fetish with people kissing his ass. He has a fetish with putting his face up people's asses. That man had a lot of, and, and that man had a lot of in, um, incest fetishes too. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Uh, the, Ro- <laughs> the Rock then teases Vince with air kisses because he has to kiss ass. Or Kurt Angle can't fight for the undisputed title. And I was, and I wrote down why the Rock kissed the air like that. I'm like, bro, stop. <laughs> and that is <laughs> Monday Night Raw from December third, two thousand one. Like you say, it was a fun show. It, I, I I was getting frustrated with the woos and the and the what's like crazy. Uh, neither one of us subscribe or follow the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Uh, I actually decided to find some notes, pull a page out of Deadlock's uh, playbook when they do their reviews. Uh, this, these Wrestling Observer notes are from December 6, 2001, which kind of gives you Dave Meltzer's thoughts. Uh, with the invasion angle finally over, because you remember how I said nobody was watching in 2001? The invasion pretty uh-huh. much killed everybody's interest because <laughs> they fumbled that. The WWF has essentially hit the reset button on the company, and part of that seems to be a return to the risque days of 1999 with Raw this week. In the last two years or so, WWF has toned down significantly due to the pressure from the PTC, the parental people. Uh, But WWF is currently suing the PTC over the course of the lawsuit. It has become clear that the PTC was pretty dishonest in their claims against the company. So the PTC is kind of um, neutered right now. They're neutral right now. And WWF sees the opportunity to go back to pushing the envelope. So this week on Raw was essentially an episode... Full of Vince of Vince Man's favorite kind of television, uh, bath bathroom humor and employee humili- humiliation. 
culminating in Jim Ross being forced to join McMahon's Kiss My Ass Club. This was talking about last week, not this episode that we just watched. In his hometown, no less. So that man got embarrassed in front of the family. Mm. As you might expect, Ross was extremely upset about the anger and fought against it, but he's the VP, VP of Talent Relations and felt like in his position he had to set an example of going along with it. So we got Vince McMahon, the 56-year-old owner of a publicly traded company, parading around the ring in front of a sellout crowd with his bare ass exposed while Undertaker forced Ross's face into it in an angle that the real-life performer really wasn't comfortable with doing. Earlier in the show, we also had William Regal accidentally peeing on Big Show, a bra and panties match that was much more revealing than most, and a bunch of other shit. TSN in Canada attempted to edit the show as it was airing live, but they kept messing up the timing, and every time they tried to cut away from Vince's bare ass, they ended up accidentally showing it instead. <laughs> so they tried to cut away from it, and it was like, oops, never mind. And of course, The Undertaker, he, uh, the Undertaker turned heel, heel turn was yet again another illogical turn that made no real sense. In the last eight days, Jericho, Austin, Vince, and Undertaker, and Kurt Angle twice have done heel or face turns. Keep in mind, Ric Flair made his big return to the WWF last week, and this week he wasn't even on the show. He was there. They brought him out in front of the live crowd, and he made a match during a commercial break. But that was it. All in all, this company is a complete mess right now. <laughs> you should see. You should see the company later on. Dang. Fresh off his firing from the WWF, Eddie Guerrero was looking for indie bookings. He reached out to New Japan Pro Wrestling, but they said the earliest they would have a spot for him would be in March. So basically, this was around the time where Eddie was going through his uh, his health issues. Uh, notes from last week's Raw. After a strong Survivor Series and one of the best Raws of the year last week, WWF immediately squandered all that goodwill by dropping a big old Raw-shaped turd this week. Full of the usual so, so, sophomoric Vince McMahon humor. We had William Regal Piano, like we just talked about that. So uh, let's pull up uh, what his thoughts. Let's see if he got thoughts on this week because I'm 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 curious. I'm I'm curious. That was last week. You said what? I said most likely. I'm curious. I'm, I'm gonna see what, what what this man's thoughts was on uh on this past show because that was December six. Let's look at uh, da, 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 December 6th. Uh, where's the 12s? November. December. These no these numbers are all out of order. <laughs> they need to get this shit. They need to get this shit together. My God. Damn. This shit is not in order. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me pull it up. Uh, da, da, da. No, that's 2000. I don't know why this shit is doing this. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let me pull it up right now. We live. I don't care. Uh, we live, so it is what it is. But I'm, I'm, I'm interested because it's like, bro, what are your thoughts on <laughs> on this week? Because I feel like Vincent Mann was obsessed with ass. Like, this dude was, was obsessed with making people kiss ass, but no. He was obsessed with. Just do all of that. Come on, bro. He was obsessed for no goddamn reason. Like, bro, you're 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 forcing people to kiss ass. Okay, so this is December seventh. This is December seventeenth. Let's look at December tenth. I believe it, it could be December tenth. Da da da. There he goes in depth. Da, da, da. They they talking about the brand split. 
not much news this week. The so it's really not that that much news. He I guess he didn't really have too much thoughts because it was a pay per view and all this stuff. Ah, da, da, da. Nothing too nothing too shabby. Oh, uh, like I said earlier, what I had thoughts on why RB why that that hardcore match was a little tame. Uh, there was mm-hmm. a uh, incident where Booker T got busted up by RBD in a match. Booker T got a concussion and was busted open from a Van Daminator at a house show in Toulouse. So I'm guessing they toned it down a little bit because he was, I guess he wasn't really trained in the WWF style. They talked a little bit about the plan to split the rosters into two brands. Uh, so that's an interesting scenario because the brand split is among us there's so much going on because they had a full roster after the invasion angle that nobody watched uh <laughs> apparently there was a backstage promo film for, filmed for the thanksgiving episode of smackdown that never aired it apparently involved rock and rbd in a funny bit but the segment implied that rbd was stoned on the reefers <laughs> that's what they said reefers the segment got a laugh from the live crowd, but then Kevin Dunn decided the marijuana ref- reference was too much, and he got axed from the show before it aired on TV. I need to see this. <laughs> I want to see this segment. I want to see this segment now. Someone need to find this segment. Someone need to find this segment. Someone need to hack into uh, WWF uh, archive and find this footage. Oh my gosh! I find the footage. I need. I need to see this archive footage. Uh, at recent house shows, this is another fetish that Vince Man has an obsession with. At recent house shows, Crash Holly has been seen kissing Molly Holly after their matches. Neither of them use the Holly name anymore, so Dave doesn't know if they're just ignoring that they used to be kayfabe cousins or if this is testing the waters for some incest angle. Vince will get <laughs> an incest angle over one of these days or die trying. Thankfully, he is out of power from creative because that man he either wanted it to be the the kayfabe father of stephanie's child he wanted to have a relationship between stephanie and shane at one point he wanted this man was obsessed with incest i don't know what the fuck i don't know what the fuck wrong with him you sure he ain't from alabama yeah maybe but that's all the news and rumors I have from the Wrestling Observer. Don't don't get used to it because I might not do this often. It was just I was just watching this show. I was like, I'm intrigued. Wasn't nothing too much going on. Vengeance was going down. Uh, did Did you ever see that show, Vengeance 2001? Nah, I don't think I have. Uh, let's let's pull up some resu- let's pull up some results to see how that went because I haven't seen I haven't seen that. In a minute. Let's see. Vengeance 2001. It was the inaugural show. Okay. Uh, the APA and uh, defeated Billy and Chuck during the, the pre-show. Scotty Too Hottie and Albert defeated Christian and Test. Edge defeated William Regal to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Jeff Hardy defeated Matt Hardy with Lita as a special guest referee. The Dudley Boys defeated Big Show and Kane to retain the WWF Tag Team titles. The Undertaker defeated Rob Van Dam to win the WWF Hardcore Championship. Trish Stratus defeated Jacqueline, love you Jackie, to retain the Women's Championship. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Kurt Angle to retain the WWF Championship. Chris Jericho defeated The Rock to win the World Championship. And then in the main event, obviously, 
Chris Jericho defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin to unify both the world and the WWF championships to become the first ever undisputed WWF championships. So basically, it, it looked like a show that was pretty solid. None of the matches went over 20 minutes. So, I mean, from what I remember from seeing it, it was pretty, it was a pretty solid match. It was what it, it is what it was. But that is all I got. And that is the retro review for WWE Raw 2001. If you say woo one more goddamn time, <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the throat. <laughs> On God. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is part of the Gresham Lee's podcast where I hand everything over to the Queen of Rebels herself, Swallow the Bandit, for the annual Chop It Up with the Bandit segment where she give me three trending topics and we just have a chill out moment before we end today's episode. Take it away, Queen Rebel. So, everyone, um, SZA just dropped a video called Gets Me, the part one of the video. It will be out tomorrow. Music video. If y'all don't know what SZA is, I- I'm going to need y'all to go. Um, I thought you were talking about some scissors. No, no, no. SZA. S-Z-A. The oh. artist SZA. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm going to need y'all to go stream her music because she's amazing. Um, also, uh, the news has said that Brittany Grinder will be returning home. There's been a... Exchange. Prison swap exchange. Um, so I think I think she comes home when today, tomorrow, One of the somewhere. I think she's already on the plane. But uh, yeah. Um, so I've been I, I done saw that lately, and I haven't seen too many of these people jokes. Cause you know some of us black folks, you know, we don't take nothing serious. No, we not. So when we not, so it's just that's just a given at this point. You know, like could have been did that, but okay. Um. <laughs> anyway, um. As always, you know, stay safe out here, stay hydrated. You don't think that's um, a lopsided trade though? A little I bit do. high key. They traded. Mm-hmm. They traded her for the for the mm-hmm. merchant for the merchant of death. Mhm. Like, I'm glad she's home because she's a citizen. But damn, it's like, come on, bro. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of got. Yeah, I kind of got. <laughs> yeah, I got slated. Right. <laughs> right. <Hockey. laughs> but continue. Like, y'all, don't, y'all don't use your brain. But okay. Um. Anyway, but what's a, what a dumb choice to make. Anyway. Um. Because <laughs> it is. Um. Anyway. But yeah. Please. Um. Be safe out here. It's it's too much going on out here. It's a lot of ruckus. Too much ruckus going on out here. Um, if in the event if you come across somebody and they just happen to have you know an attitude, just honestly just walk the other direction. You do not need to be trying to risk yourself going to jail over stuff that don't even matter. Let alone don't even pertain to you in the first place. Mind your business. Um, as always, uh. 
Yeah. Um, also, there has been a. I think I want to say the series premiere Willow. It just came to Disney Plus. I think it was yesterday. I haven't started watching it yet, but eventually I will. I grew up on the original. Willow. There's so many shows I haven't either started or have just not caught up. <laughs> but I'll give you a chance when I can. Um, also, um, yeah, just be mindful of your surroundings. Um, if you in the event you start traveling, just be aware of you know where you at, and you know always make sure you have um, your safety, you know whatever you consider as a safety kit on you. Um, please tell your loved ones that you love them. You don't know when their last day gonna be here. You don't know when your last day is either. So make sure you treat people right. However, in the event, it's okay to say no. Have some boundaries. That's okay too. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for today. Sweet. Oh, um, shit, I, I lost my turn of thought. Fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned um, it slipped me. It slipped. It literally slipped my mind. I mean, it is what it is. I, it's not. It's not. I, I'm not losing sleep. I, fuck. I lost. I lost my train of thought. It is what it is. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, make sure you guys stay stay safe out here. Stay hydrated. Stay stay in shape. Like if you can do cardio, do whatever you can do. Just just do your thing. But with that being said, I guess that that concludes our our chop it up with the bandit segment, and that concludes our aggression least podcast because uh, that's all we got for you this week, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between. But yo, for real, for real, this was. Quite the show. This was a show that we that we watched. I'm like, this is so. This is a mixture of fucked up shit, stupid shit, growth shit, dick riding, dick eating. It was a lot. You got everything. It was crazy. But with that being said, you guys make sure you guys are voting in the end of the year awards because yo, your voice will matter at some point. This is something we're doing for the first time. If it, if it's a hit. Cool. If it is not, we ain't doing it no more. We're just going to do what we did the last time. We're just going to do it do it for ourselves. But we want you guys, the listener, to head over to www.gressionleash.com and search for the end of the year's awards tab and click on it. Click the link. Vote on tag team of the year, faction of the year, return of the year, best fan reaction of the year. So many other reactions that, are, that we want you guys to check out. And also... It will be best podcast of the year, announced team of the year, best Twitter game of the year, best fan reaction. Like I said, so many. We give you guys some choices. I believe so far as 10 choices. Also, non-binary, LGBTQ plus, uh, superstar wrestler of the year, your, your local or independent wrestler of the year. So many choices you can do. Uh, you, you can do that now by heading over to aggressionleash.com and clicking the link. To where it says vote here and vote, vote, vote. The results will stop be stop being counted at midnight on the 13th. I believe that is a Tuesday, Tuesday night. So vote if you haven't done so already. And with that being said, make sure you guys stay safe out here in these streets. Make sure you follow us on social media at Gresham Least. That is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at Grush Unleashed Pod. 
And then you can follow me at Josh Gresham RRG on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Joshua Gresham RRG on Facebook, as well as make sure you join the Reddit, r slash Gresh. We will do more Reddit stuff in the new year. But for now, you guys stay safe, stay safe out here. I've been Gresh. That's been Swella. She won't be here next week because the tape, the show will be taped and she has other stuff going on. But she has been one hell of a co-host. This has been one hell of a podcast. And with that being said, you guys stay safe out here in these streets. And remember to always eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. Happy holidays. We out. Be breezy. Bye, y'all.